Hello friends and uh, welcome back to the second episode of our podcast on liver transplantation. Today we will be covering the topic on uh, the most pertinent questions related to donors and recipients which you have been asking for us related to liver transplantation. Today we have with here uh, Dr. Smita from Max Hospital. She is one of the most renowned uh, specialists for liver transplantation. And can you just brief us something about yourself, Dr. Smitha? So, uh, hi, I'm Dr. Smitha Parikh. I work in uh, liver transplant department in Max Hospital. Our team has been um, doing liver transplant for the last 10 years and we've been accredited with uh, more than 2600 liver transplants. Uh, we've been one of the we are one of the largest volume centers in India for okay. liver transplantation okay. and the team is headed by Dr. Subhash Gupta. I have personally finished my MBBS uh, here in Delhi from Lady Harding Medical College and then my post-graduation from uh, Maulana Azad Medical College. After that, I have worked in liver transplantation in Gangaram Hospital and then I am working now in, uh, with Dr. Gupta in Max Hospital. Alright, that's great. Hmm. Uh, so, let, let's start off with the questions yeah. which have been provided to us from our subscribers and viewers. The first question that has been asked, it is, we, we first covered the topics related to the recipients. Yeah. Uh, the first question which it is, for how many days does the recipient kept on ICU after the liver transplant surgery has taken place? So, um, it totally depends on what is the pre-operative condition of the patients. But the patient who comes walking to us in the hospital, uh, generally all our post transplant patients are taken to the ICU right after the surgery but they are taken like it is our routine policy to take those patients intubated sedated and on ventilator hmm. after the surgery and in the next day morning they are taken off the ventilator and they are awake after that for the initial even if everything goes smoothly then the patient stays in the ICU for 5 to 7 days after which the patient is taken out of the ICU to the normal ward where he can stay with his attendants. Okay. Alright. So is there like a time limit uh, which the patient needs to uh, know about uh, which will probably take him let's say 2 to 5 days in the hospital or there is it? Before the, the surgery? Yeah, before the surgery. So before the surgery, we generally like to prepare our, if they don't need a hospital admission, we like to prepare our patients on an outpatient basis because okay. if we admit our patient, admit such patients, they are anyways uh, not in good health. So if you admit them, they are at higher risk of hospital acquired infections and as such. Right. So if they are stable, we generally give them on an outpatient basis investigations. But those investigations can be finished within a day or two. Most of the medical investigations can be finished. Obviously, for our uh, international patients, their paperwork required for clearance from the legal committee. Mm -hmm. So that takes some amount of time, which they stay for. Uh, that takes about a week or so once they bring us the papers. Mm -hmm. And after that, they are so generally both the donor and the recipient are admitted one day before the surgery for their immediate pre-operative preparation, which includes um, a shot of antibiotic and some IV fluids for the recipient and the same for only a shot of antibiotic for the donor. And after which they are shifted to the OT the next day early morning. Alright, got it. And. Uh 
is the recipient also kept in the envelope and if if yes then how many days yes so after so basically the recipient stays in the icu for 5 days let's say 5 to 7 days okay. after which he is shifted to the ward and he is kept in the ward to adjust so after transplant all the recipients are supposed to be on immunosuppressive drugs right. to decrease their immunity so that they don't reject the liver mm-hmm. which they get okay. because it is a foreign liver to them right. so uh, that drugs need to be their doses need to be titrated according to their blood levels so for the titration of those doses and for building them up nutritionally they are kept in ward for a total of like after surgery a total of about 10 to 15 days which makes it an in ward admission let's say five, after a week to 10 days they stay in the ward okay after coming out of the icu okay okay and then they go home and they see us we have a routine policy of seeing all our patients once they discharge on the third day hmm. so the first follow up is always on the third day provided they don't have any problem before that all right but it is a very routine check up which yes, will happen yes, prob- yes. probably the next 15 yes. days all right uh, so and the next question is which has been put up to us is almost the same question which is after discharge how often does a recipient have to come to the follow up for follow up okay visits? so first follow up irrespective of uh, what how stable how smooth the course has been we always like to see our patients on the third day of discharge right. so two days later after mm-hmm. the discharge we see the patient mm-hmm. along with their lab reports okay. and if everything seems fine then they see us before going to their home mm-hmm. they see us um, a week after and another week after okay so almost 15 days if they are an outpatient outpatient uh, outstation patient then right. they tend to stay here about 15 days before going back to their home place and if they live in a backward area where uh, you know getting attention getting medical attention is not possible yeah. then th- we would like them to stay if not in delhi at least at a place where medical attention can be sought for the first 3 months after the transplant so about a month so at the place where they can seek medical attention if it is not feasible for them to stay in delhi right so all of most of the international patients need to stay probably more than no so for international patients what we do is we generally we have been seeing a lot of international patients right. so uh, what we generally suggest them is most of the international patients who come to us have been seeing some doctor there mm-hmm. so what we we have an electronic um, mailing system we have an email id and we have a phone which is available 24/7 for emergencies so we give them the phone numbers we give them the email id and we let them go home hmm. about 15 days after they are discharged so about an about a month after they have been transplanted they go home to their parent countries and they stay in follow up with the doctors they've been seeing there and the doctor himself so when we send them we mail the discharge summaries and all the investigations they need to get on a routine basis and all the medicines they need to be and the change of medicine as planned they told all of that is explained to the doctor there 
and they they are also given the doctor as well as the patient are given the uh, email id and the phone numbers which they can contact in case they have any doubts right. so even our international patients tend to fly back if they wish to stay we have never had problems with them staying but if mm-hmm. they wish to fly back to their parent countries we allow them to go back once they have finished our three visits in the outpatient but we make sure that they get their three visits in the outpatient between so that takes about 15 days so 15 days of in hospital admission after transplant and next 15 days in the outpatient and then they fly back home so mostly okay, so it's about about a month a month and then they can go travel back. back and probably the coordination then happens yes. between the yes. doctors and the local doctor then. yes all right great so and the next question is how long uh, does the patient has to be on immunosuppressants so they stay on immunosuppression throughout their life okay but uh, compared to other transplant the number of drugs and the um, level we need to reach is much lower for liver transplant right. so uh, we start with a typical three drugs regimen hmm. after immediately after the transplant hmm. and that out of which one drug which is a steroid is tapered off after 3 months of transplant and the second drug which is either of one of the two classes is stopped after one year of post transplant mm. and then the patient stays only on one drug which is generally which is the cornerstone of immunosuppression we call it tacrolimus mm. so uh, that one drug continues throughout his life okay and are there any uh Side effects. side effects of this medication yes there are side effects of this medication but they are see they are weight they are more prone prone to it than disadvantages so that is why they are given okay and uh, the most like the uh, most deleterious side effects are of steroids so that is the first one to go mm-hmm. they stay on it only for 3 months okay. and the si- possible side effects with steroids can be excessive water gain weight gain so they they seem to feel puffy and they can have weight gain because of steroids and um, they can get skin rashes because of steroids and one most important side effect which every patient has and which is managed is deranged blood sugars so all patients of ours are told to monitor blood sugar for the first 3 months and they are prescribed a dose of insulin according to their blood sugars with right. when they go home on discharge and they are taught how to administer insulin on their own it is a very simple thing it's a pen sort of device they can you know self administer and it's not so problematic so and this happens only for 3 months once the steroid is tapered off then they don't have to be on insulin provided they have not been diabetic beforehand so any of the international patients they do not then have to come back all the way to no 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 they don't they don't come back to us that is what uh, so that is what we said that all this is explained to their doctor so okay. that after 3 months they have to be taken off the steroids and okay. after one year of transplant if all the laboratory results are okay then they have to be taken off one more drug Mm-hmm. and the other side effects of the remaining drugs are uh, they can have um, their cell counts can go low and their potassium can go high and they can have mild kidney derangements but all that is manageable and they get routine investigations only to pick up all this so that we can intervene at an earlier possible date okay all right 
and uh, is there any average life expectancy after the liver transplant or uh, see it totally depends on what kind of graft you get hmm. and how well does your body accept the foreign liver but i can give you statistics what our team has done hmm. so our team has a success rate as in the graft success rate of about uh, 92% at one year so most of our so 90% of our patients hmm. survive one year after tra- transplant right. and mind you we are doing a lot of sick patients hmm. okay patients who been rejected from other hospitals other possible centers who are doing less number of cases who are not so high volume they don't do so many of very high risk transplants mm-hmm. so that is one reason why we have 90% success rate mm-hmm. but that is at par with international success rates and we have about 70% survival at 5 years of age so 70% of our post transplant patients make it to 5 years right. but it see this is statistics we mm-hmm. have patients who are post 20 years of transplant and they are still living okay. without any problem today only in the opd we have had a patient who is post 14 years of transplant okay so it's not you can't label it as oh like this liver is going to add so many years to your life mm-hmm. but in general 70% of our patients make it post 5 years right right and uh, how long does the donor have to also stay in the so donor stays about a week in the hospital he stays uh, he's also shifted to icu on the first on the day of surgery after the surgery is shifted to the icu hmm. he stays in the icu for the first two days till he starts walking and eating after which he's shifted to the ward he stays in the ward for about 5 days and on day 7 or 8 he's discharged okay and uh, are there any complications or any issues which the donor might have to look after in general or uh, in general so in general there aren't much but after any abdominal surgery heavy weight lifting is avoided for the first 3 months right because the muscles are healing and the wound is healing so for the first 3 months the donor is not allowed to lift heavy weights hmm. other than that there are no um, what do you call it um, nothing that we prohibit our post donors from okay. they can do whatever they want to do it's just that heavy weights they don't have to lift so heavy gymming and all they can't do but if they go out for brisk walks or they're doing mild exercises we don't have a problem mm. they can go up the stairs climb down get off the bed jump do whatever they do in their normal routine lives mm. as they do it after they are discharged from here mm. and even before the discharge they start walking by day 2 post post surgery okay. they'd start walking by day 2 and they have started on oral diet by day 2 right so they are pretty much okay by the time they are moving out of the hospital mm-hmm. so they are basically given the medical clearance within probably a, a so medical clearance depends as to what for what do they want medical clearance okay. if they want medical clearance for something which requires heavy weight lifting or you know strenuous jobs then mm-hmm. we tend to give it after 3 months but if it is somebody who's into you know somebody studying in college or somebody doing an office job they are given medical clearance right when they are discharged all right all right got it and uh, how long does it take for the liver to tra- regenerate after the transplant so um 
for a donor so uh, for a healthy person liver regeneration takes place at a much faster rate than what it takes place for somebody who's been sick hmm. so for a donor most 70% of the liver regenerates so 70% of the regeneration i'm talking about takes place in the first two weeks hmm. uh it reaches about 90% by one month and afterwards the growth is much slower so let's say by okay. six months 95 to 99% of the liver regenerates right all right and uh, are there any uh, medications which the, the donor has to also go through so donor gets preoperative to uh, uh, check infections because you know after any surgery their possibility of infection they get they get antibiotics but right. they are not sent off on any long term medication in okay. the hospital to make sure that they don't get any pain they'll be on painkillers initially after the surgery they'll be on antacids because they've not been eating and they'll be on antibiotics mm-hmm. but that's only in the immediate post op the first 3 or 4 days after that they do, they don't have to be any on any long term medication once they go out of the hospital they are as if nothing 